I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everybody? It's Noah Daniels here at the Real Hauntings Podcast. And I'm JJ Crable. And it's Kat. And today we've got our friend Ella Boyette here to talk about some ghost stories. Hi. How you doing, Ella? I'm good. How are you guys today? Good. Doing well. Good. I locked my keys in my car, but it's okay now. Yeah. Thank you, AAA. Yeah. Shout out to AAA for real, though. This podcast is sponsored by AAA. Isn't this like the third time you guys have had to call AAA wow. for... I didn't think you'd, I'd get caught out so fast. The last yeah. time was my fault, though. Yeah. Uh, and the two sure. before that were... So I was right. It has been three for me. It's been a lot. It's first one of 2020, though. But let me tell you, they have an app now, and you could, you don't even have to call and talk to anyone. You just put in your address, what happened, and they have a map, kind of like Postmates. And oh. it's like, delivery, here's your car fixer person. Really? Oh, that's nice, because yeah. that's nice, mm-hmm. my great. tires are about to go. Yeah. Do you have AAA? Because yeah. they're ready for you. So here's the real question. Do you tip a AAA car person? Um. Wow, this is great. I have never... So tipped or yeah, thought about it. Well, I never have cash on me. That's a real statement. But this time I did, but I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I never think about that. And then but, my wife is always like, "Oh, did you tip them?" And I'm like, "Ah." But they've shoot. been so great. I've, I'm always like, "Will I get an email so I can rate you? Rate you?" I'm always confused when someone's not a waiter whether to tip them or not. I like. I just feel if there is a line for tip them, always tip them every yeah. single time. What about barbers? Because you don't necessarily yes, get like a always. receipt when you like get your haircut, but you should yeah. tip barbers. Oh, one hundred percent. If it's a cheap haircut, I just double the. Like if it's ten bucks, I'll just give them ten bucks. So. Yeah. What really grinds my gears is when <laughs> yeah, this I, is not how we do. <laughs> when I go somewhere. And you're there. The only parking option is valet. You're forced to use 
use the valet parking thing. And then it's like, well, I didn't know I was going to have to do this. I don't have cash. I can't tip the valet person. And there's no alternative other yeah. than just get like the stink eye from the poor valet driver. Who give them your getting new the glasses. Tip. I did get new glasses. No, you could give them your new. I wasn't just like, by the way, also um, interruption. <laughs> JJ got new glasses. Speaking of new glasses. So Ella. <laughs> <laughs> what an excellent segue. Yeah. I would like to go back to valet parking really fast. Oh, yeah. Do it. Because um, where I work, there is on Saturday and Sunday exclusively complimentary valet parking. Oh. Um, and the amount of people who come in and yell at us about it it's insane <laughs> because it's complimentary but it is still a hassle for every single person yeah um it's like people will come in one man came in and he's like um i was trying to park my car and the valet said they would do it but i don't want them to and i was like well that's not an option and he got so angry that he like he's like well you're losing my business I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry that you have to deal with those customers, but also, like, I get it. I really don't <laughs> oh like valet parking. What's his like, name? JJ. <laughs> yeah, it was JJ. The funniest thing about that guy, though, is that he said, You're losing my business, and he's walked like a little bit away, and then he turned and looked at me. Like, you know how the baby on the sunscreen looks like with. <laughs> like, his like pants they turned <laughs> He's like a little demure, and he looked back at me, and I just, just like shrugged. And that happens all the time. And the people who live in the building next to it hate it so much because they can't get out of their parking. Oh, yeah. oh that's annoying. I wonder I, if when he was turning to look back, if he was just like waiting for you to be like, oh, no, don't. Like, It's what it looked like. It looked like he was waiting for me to like run into his arms and be like, I'm so sorry, my love. I get really self-conscious when other people drive my car. So especially mm. with ballet or like getting oil changed, I always have to be like... I work, you know, I work out of my car and like it's a mess. I have to eat out of this. But really, I'm just a car slob, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My car is very bad. Yeah. <laughs> also, if, if this podcast could just be about like the type of customers you get, I would be happy with that. Because <laughs> I bet you have some like crazy stories. I used to have an entire page on Facebook called Frustrated Innkeeper whenever I worked uh, in a hotel. I don't work in a hotel anymore. <laughs> have you ever had any ghost customers or undead customers excellent segue <laughs> Wait, um, just oh, right. trying to keep us on topic oh yeah here. <laughs> okay, I'm getting back into it okay um so i actually took i've had customers that have felt like they were possessed whenever i was at a hotel um i actually wasn't even planning on talking about this one but i'll do this one real fast and then i'll well, go into the ghost stories. real quick before yes. we get into the ghost stories just for a little context yes um have are you like on a scale of one to 10, one being don't believe in ghosts at all, 10 being like 100% they're out there. Where would you rate yourself? I'm a five. A five? So pretty like right down the middle? Yeah, I'm a five in pretty much everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> five in aliens, five in any of it. Cool. Solid five. Okay. Sometimes even flat earth. I'm like, maybe I'm a five, but I'm not a five. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good to know you're not a five on flat earth. No, no, no. <laughs> and Ella, before we jump into your ghost story, can you introduce yourself uh, to oh, our listeners? Oh, yeah. Um, hi, I'm Ella. I perform in the Village Theater and I have a TikTok. It's my name, Ella Boyette. That's it. That's all I really do. <laughs> Our first TikTok uh, person to interview. And when she says she's TikTok, she's like millions of likes TikTok. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I don't like I don't like talking about the numbers. Uh, TikTok numbers don't even feel real half the time because there's so you know there's 1.5 billion people on TikTok right oh, now. Wow. Oh wow! So any numbers that are happening, I'm always like, that's not real. Not like, like it is podcast real, numbers. Not like podcast numbers. Download rate and subscribe. <laughs> what's up? What's right? up? Awesome. So you're pretty down the middle with ghosts, mm-hmm. um, and I take it you've had a few encounters. Yes, I've had some weird stuff happen with ghosts. The hotel thing that I was going to say a second ago. This is just a throw in. Um, But there was a woman who uh, was sitting in her room and we couldn't get her out. It was like like three hours past checkout. She wouldn't answer anything. And she was saying she's like, I can't move. I can't move. I'm so ill. I can't move. And um, whenever we tried to open the door, uh, she 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 like sprinted to the door and locked it. It was very odd. It was very mm-hmm. because like the rest of the time she really wasn't able to move. They had to get her out in like a wheelchair and like different stuff. But she like it was it was a very odd one. I hope I'm so ill I can't move is the title of her rap album though. Oh my gosh, I hope so. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> that is really I'm so ill I can't move. Just <laughs> this mouth. Yeah. Um <laughs> but yeah. Um otherwise the the real things, that's just a lady. That was just a weird lady. She was just a liar. That was <laughs> <laughs> like that's very possible I think she was in fact just a liar okay. um, so I went to a school called Glen Academy uh, which is the at the time when I went it was the ninth oldest school in the nation second oldest running school in Georgia um, it was made I think if I'm incorrect please shoot me with a paintball gun but um, I think it was founded in before America was founded is when the school started. Okay, not sure about those facts, but I'm not seeing any like, paintballs, projectiles. No, like I, I think way, the school so. was established while it was still the British colonies. And oh, it wasn't, okay. um, I don't mean like before anybody was here. <laughs> well, I mean, there were people here before we got here, but uh, that's completely <laughs> unimportant. And we're going to talk about genocide today. <laughs> oh, Buckle uh, in. <laughs> four white people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a very old school. Uh, and it we were right by the marsh. Uh, so it was very old. And the part of the school that was um, one of the older parts was the GA building. And the GA building was where the big theater was. And me being the total nerd I am, that's where I spent 100% of my time. Mm-hmm. And to paint a picture for you, it's like, um, it was like a 300 to 500 seat theater. I uh, had a beautiful arch. It was very uh, decadent in the way it was decorated. There was giant windows because the theater was created before light um like electric lights were mm-hmm. a thing so they wow. had to work off of the sun so mm-hmm. they had these big old windows that they could uh do their plays through that way um and there's chandeliers and there's like a catwalk uh and the story goes that somebody like a student died on that catwalk mm-hmm. um and all of the time there was constantly like electric problems and weird stuff going on with the lights. One day we were doing, I think it was when we were doing Pippin. Um, the, the show was happening. Everything was perfectly normal. And for no reason at all, 
all of the lights in the house came up. So like uh, five chandeliers just light up for no reason. And we couldn't get them down for like 15 minutes. We couldn't get the lights to turn off. Like no matter what you did. Like no matter what we did, we couldn't turn off the lights. The lights were just on. It was just Mm -hmm. lights time. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was very, there was like little dungeons under the school that felt very eerie. You'd like, they were colder because they were like little dungeons, but... When you say dungeons... I mean dungeons. Because it's so old, did they use them for dungeons? No, no, no. It was uh, it's like a under... I don't know what it was used for, quite frankly, but it was just under the school, there were tunnels that could go from each building. That sounds um, like a nightmare for your school administrators. Oh, man. People were having sex down there constantly. Um, ours was used for uh, the theater kids' dressing rooms, but uh-huh. um, there was like... And they blocked off all the ways that you could get under stuff. Um, but there was the prep building that was uh, constantly being snuck into and fornicated in. Uh, and everybody was always getting caught down there. I wasn't because I was a nerd. Um, so among your fellow theater nerds, mm-hmm. did you, and I say that as a, another theater nerd, yeah. but did you have like, was this kind of a, a long running joke that there was a ghost in the theater? Or was this something mm-hmm. that everyone took very seriously? It was something that everybody took, like it was a joke, but we were all, we'd get very scared. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it would happen a lot. Like weird things would happen. You couldn't always control the lights. Um, it was just, it was very odd all the time. At one point, one girl wanted to do a Ouija board, but we vetoed that yeah. almost instantly. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, the school is so old, you don't know what would show up at that point. Um, do you know the origins of the student's death? They fell from the catwalk. Oh. Yeah, they fell from the cat. Like, there was like a, to get the light set up, instead of having like, because the ceilings were so high, there was a, above the lights was where the catwalk is so you had to go up like a ladder and then walk on very old wood that wood should not have been allowed for students to walk on Uh, so it was just very very odd you know there's I think any theater that is going to do well should be at least a little haunted I feel like every theater has some story like even village is on top of something that it's should be more haunted than it is and i've always heard that like is this true for all the theater nerds here that mondays are like the days you should not be in a theater because that's like the most haunted or like when the ghost that's when they perform their shows oh i've never heard heard i mean that's a really fun concept that That is is very fun i like the idea of ghost shows for sure (laughs) so like just since i've heard that like i've always been super more heightened when i'm at our theater on Mm -hmm. monday nights i'm just like are we interrupting? I do like that the ghosts take the worst time slot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the ghosts well, take one for the team. Yeah. Sundays are pretty bad, too. <laughs> but don't. So, uh, I, I mean, did it ever kind of cross your mind that, you know, maybe these ghost things were just normal electrical issues of an old building or? Um, No, because it didn't matter what we replaced. Like, stuff was getting replaced all the time. Uh-huh. The, because we had like a pretty decent theater program um when we were uh when we when i was a sophomore and junior we had four different three different principals while i was at that high school the first guy focused uh strictly on academics didn't care about anything else second guy by far my favorite guy loved the arts skipped class constantly just to go high five and we just walk around fornicate in the dungeon no i never fornicated in (laughs) high school i was a very good girl um but People were fornicating in that dungeon. Um, 
a lot. It was very gross down there too. Like it used to be old classrooms. So like you can see the skeleton of where the classrooms used to be, but they just uh -huh. didn't use it anymore. I don't know why they stopped using it, mm. uh, but it was very scary down. That was like the scariest part of the whole school is whenever we had to go over there to pick up old props because like we don't have a ton of money. So anything that we use, we, and it's like cool, we'd put it under there, but like, there's just like tunnels and tunnels and rooms and rooms. And I was like, why are we like, we had a big population of students. Why didn't we use it more? Uh, another thing that happened is while I was in college, this one's a little bit more somber. Uh, so buckle up. Uh, my friend, I'm not going to use his name. Just uh, make one up. We don't know. Uh, my friend Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Great name. Uh, I'm writing it down. I don't uh, know why. <laughs> my friend Perry, um, his dorm was like the dorm that everybody hung out at. Uh, and I went to Columbus State University, which was also pretty old uh, building that we were sleeping in for dorms. Like they just refurbished. They were very nice dorms, but they were also like <laughs> a, little, a little old. Uh, and from October to the end of November, his dorm was like going nuts all the time, constantly. Um, they would feel like somebody was like at one point um two of his roommates uh duck and duck i'm just gonna call them both duck and duck, <laughs> uh, duck, and duck were sleeping in their beds um and perry and his roommate were sleeping in theirs so it was like a it was like a, a big club. living situation mm -hmm. so there was two but it was they were the nicest storms perry and duck duck they were all friends they weren't friends with the other roommate unimportant information but the way it worked was you had this big communal living center with a couch and another couch and then you had your own kitchen and then there were two doors where you had your rooms your room and uh, a bathroom and like a closet so like everything was confined within the dorm there's no reason for anything to ever be like they locked their dorm a lot there's no reason for anybody outside to be inside of the dorm um so one day when all of them were accounted for and like sleeping um the duck ducks somebody opened their door and just they saw this the shadow of a silhouette of a person in there and it was just standing and standing and standing and one night when i was uh, too drunk <laughs> uh i went over to sleep in um one of the ducks beds because they weren't using it at the time they were sleeping in another lady's bed um i went to sleep in it and the same thing like the door opened and there was just a figure that was just standing there and it was weird that we all had like the same situation happen. And it was only in the month of October that that happened. When I stayed over, yeah. things would be opened for no reason. And it wasn't the typical, like, I know it's four boys in a dorm and you're like, oh, four boys opening things. But like these boys were pretty, um, pretty put together. Honestly, they kept everything very clean. Nothing mm -hmm. was ever out of place. I am much more messy than all of those boys combined. And like things would just randomly like open for no reason. Like the doors on the cabinets like now, you would watch them open yeah now have you ever had night terrors or anything that no okay i have later wait i'm sorry i have later as an adult but like but not around that but not time. around that time i didn't have the anxiety i have now yeah. um welcome to adulthood <laughs> yeah we all get night terrors <laughs> this podcast sponsored by sick. night terrors <laughs> are you in your 30s <laughs> buckle up motherfucker i'm still 26 i'm so oh. small <laughs> nice um not in my 30s 
Just just me, guys. I'm the old one. <laughs> um, but, oh, uh, the thing that's taking it a little sad, I'm also not going to use her name. Um, so Perry had um, bonded with a girl who I will call Sophie. Um, he had bonded with a girl called Sophie um, over the fact that they had not only the same initial freshman year dorm room, but the same dorm bed. They were on the same side. And in November, um, unfortunately, November 1st, uh, Sophie uh, was no longer a per- like she killed herself. Mm. Um, and for the next month, he would feel like like anytime you were in his room on his side of the bed, you would feel like a really heavy pressure. And this and was the bed that sleep. the was bed that was previously Sophie's. Sophie's. Um, couldn't sleep. You'd feel pressure. If you were laying down, you felt like somebody was like right on top of you. Oh, no. So this wasn't just Perry feeling this. No. This was anyone who anybody who laid, laid down in, that, in bed that bed would feel like there's for like a month. Oh my god. You would feel like a pressure on you in that bed. It was very Perry ended up sleeping in like a different bed for a while and then he came back and it was fine. But like it was a Was lot. there a history of those dorms being haunted? Those dorms were weird. <laughs> they were old. Mm-hmm. Um, they were old. I don't remember. It was some kind of factory it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, just like it would, It was essentially picture like a pretty expensive apartment in downtown Atlanta with like brick. And mm-hmm. that's what the our dorms were, which really fucked us up for the rest of <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of apartment hunting because yeah. you're like gorgeous and then you come out and you're like well i don't have free cable and so between those two stories when mm-hmm. you were in high school and college yeah was the college experience kind of the next thing in line as far as paranormal stuff happened to you or was that was there anything previous to that yeah um when i was a kid we lived in a house in texas i think it was the only house that we ever lived in um that this is gonna make me sound crazy um, you should was, listen to our podcast. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only house that we lived in that was pre-owned. Fancy, I know. But my father, that I remember at least, um, that had been owned by anyone before us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a 70s Texas house. Had ranch doors. It was like, that's too much. Um, I never liked that house. And from that point onward, um, there was like a vent that was right above my bed. And I always felt like there was somebody there watching me always. Mm -hmm. And I don't really have anything else to say with that other than there was constantly like every single night. And then whenever we moved to uh, Brunswick every single night, I always felt like there was somebody just right Mm -hmm. there watching me. And it didn't matter like what state I was in because I started drinking whenever I was in Brunswick. Like it was only in in my room under a vent, I would always feel like there was somebody who's watching me. And it wasn't until I moved to Atlanta that that feeling really stopped. That's interesting. That actually makes me think a lot about, and I, I don't know what, like, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> being the skeptic, I've, yeah. I've been, uh, been reading uh, a little bit about... Um, and I've mentioned it on a couple of episodes before and I'm blanking on what it's called, but it's basically like uh, sound waves that aren't detectable to the human ear, mm-hmm. but we still like those vibrations from the sound waves still affect um, our still, you know, bounce against our eardrums and affect us. And a lot of people 
um, you know, describe it as a feeling of, of being watched or feeling like there's another presence. And sometimes it's just as simple as like unplugging like a, an electrical appliance or something and it goes away. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder if maybe the vent was like some sort of source of that and that's where that feeling comes from not to like invalidate it no yeah but but it was it was just a weird time when it started yeah because like nothing was going on right (laughs) it was just just like seven living my life right (laughs) and suddenly i was like there's somebody in that vent yeah then that's why i asked because it seems like most of the people that come on our podcast that have had multiple experiences Mm -hmm it tends to go through their whole life. It's yeah. usually not just like one isolated experience, especially people who have like seen something, you know, like a formed yeah. image. And so I was curious if you had had something when you were younger and all the way through, uh, and I don't know, maybe it's sound waves, but it is, it is always interesting to me the, I don't know, like, would you consider that you're open to ghost experiences? I would say I am, I <laughs> Like nice ones. <laughs> like, yeah. If there was a ghost that wanted to hang out, like I used to think about that all the time. Like as a kid, I wished that somewhere would be like a Casper situation where I could have like a friend that would come with me places. Uh, that was a ghost. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, uh, half of that <laughs> because I because I moved around so much. I always hoped that there would be like something else around. That's a. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time answering that question, but like kind of, I guess. I don't know. Well, because I know some like Devin and Jess and different people we've had on that have had like multiple ghost experiences have talked about how they, well, they handle it differently. Devin kind of invites it in and kind of takes command of it, I would say. You know, like he's very... Yeah, it's mantra. He's an adventurous uh, ghost seeker. Jess like tries to push it... um, out of her life. Like she doesn't want to watch horror movies. She won't mm-hmm. listen to our podcast. Because she does get more of the bad ones. Yeah. And most of hers and are she, bad. And she doesn't want anything that could put her in that place at any time. Where do you kind of fall on that spectrum as far as like, um, you know, is it something that like worries you? Do you just accept it that this um, is my life and I see ghosts sometimes or? I'm going to get weird for a second. Do it. Uh, <laughs> when- <laughs> I mean, we ask about sex with ghosts every episode. Oh my God, that's literally... (laughs) I was just going to say. Yeah, I used to... This is not a thing that I want anymore. You had sex with a ghost? No, 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 no. But I used to want to so bad just to know what would happen. Because I I think it's... I heard that... um, this is a celebrity, though. The celebrity, Anna Nicole Smith or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I've had sex with a ghost. And I was like, what is that like? <laughs> I was like, what would that be like? Um, and I've never had sex with a ghost. Um, but <laughs> there was a time where I used to just like look up, be like, how do you have sex with a ghost? <laughs> like I would Google it all the time. I ended up on a weird email list at one point and I was like, I don't want this. This is not what I want. I just want to know if there is a way. Like a chain mail about yeah. how to have sex. <laughs> and Send I had to unsubscribe. I was like, no, I don't want <laughs> Like it was just a thing that I was so interested for a minute. Um, because I was like, how does that happen? And then I heard about that story of that lady who said she got raped by a ghost. And I was like, oh no, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I, mean, I would only like one hot ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think that if you can have sex with a ghost, that there's probably bad ghosts. Yeah, they're bad ghosts. Sure. Yeah. And then you get, like, could you get pregnant by a ghost? 
that used to. Like, um, well, oh my god, that's back with sex with a ghost. I I just feel like we need to have a sit down with someone who has actually experienced this because in my head, like at night when you go through like REM sleep and you have the paradoxical sleep where everything's paralyzed. I say this in like every episode because I love it. Yeah. But the two things that aren't paralyzed are like the tips of your fingers and toes and your genitals. So of course, what? if you like. I'm sure people have like reached, you know, that what? <laughs> what? What? Oh, reached what? You know, like in their sleep, maybe have um climax. climax. Oh, I wanted to make her sit. <laughs> She's looking if so I, awkward. If I wasn't so hesitant, it wouldn't be weird, but I make it weird. Anyways, to um climax or to say it? No, no, no. Both. <laughs> <laughs> My face is so red. Um that maybe it's because of that. And then they wake up and they're like, why did I like have an orgasm in the middle of my sleep? But maybe it was just happened to me. (laughs) Well, listeners, if you have some useful tips on how to have nice consensual sex with a ghost. (laughs) I don't want to fuck a ghost anymore. That's not a thing that I want anymore. It was a weird phase. I was very sad. (laughs) It's just like I was like, because like my thought process at the time wasn't I'm going to fuck a ghost and that's going to be it. I was like, I'm going to fall in love with a ghost because oh, <laughs> I was so lonely. Well, it is almost Valentine's Day. No, oh, my God. No. <laughs> That's a whole nother can of worms. So that is not my thought process. anymore. I feel so weird having said that. But like I I used to whenever I was much, much younger than I am now, I used to be like, well, what? Like maybe if no human boys like me, a ghost boy will was like Aww. my th- I think it's because I watched Danny Phantom as a child, honestly. Oh, that was a good show. I think that show made me want to fuck a ghost and then I thought about it mm-hmm. more critically and I was like, I don't want to fuck a ghost. I wrote an essay on it. <laughs> to do, my hypothesis is, could I fuck a ghost? And my conclusion is, probably but I don't want to. <laughs> Going back to you being a five on our little scientific spectrum of yeah. ghost skepticism um you know what do you have like any kind of alternate explanations for any of these experiences or is it more um yeah like all of them like (laughs) like everything that happened could very easily be a ghost or it could be like just like we feel pressure in that bad because we know it was hers and it's sad and you Mm -hmm. feel it weighing on you or like for some reason, all of us have the same night terror. Like the, it could be explained, but it just like, I don't, it doesn't all match up to me. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, it, that's why I'm at a five. I'm like, I don't know, but like, I don't, but like I not felt something. Um, but I or, felt something yeah. in that moment. Almost like like it was a ghost is the simplest explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, like, if you look into your mind's eye, can you see what that ghost looked like that you saw, no, or is no. it just you kind of know? It was that literally just a figure. It okay. was a figure. But the thing that was weird about it is that the door opened and figure was there like it wasn't like it wasn't like there was a figure in the corner of the room and i woke up and i found out later it's like a hat on top of a trench coat yeah like a creepy (laughs) ra or or yeah like a creepy weird thing it was like a door slowly opened and Mm. there was a figure there blocked Mm. by the light like it back shadowed by the light yeah. yeah, and Ooh. and and three of you saw that yeah. one ghost. So that yeah. yeah, that always makes us a little more weary. I think when multiple people see the same. Did thing. anyone For like sure. turn the light on? Get up, go. No, it was just like a because th- like 
it was in like a weirder state of mind because either we were drunk mm. or like just boys who were thinking like because for the boys it was it had happened to both of them and they thought the other one was pranking them mm. and then they talked about it and they're like no dead ass we're not um and then because they like there's four boys in a place where three of the boys get along and one of them doesn't but it's like not the same dimensions as the one that doesn't it was very weird (laughs) would any of you guys fuck a ghost (laughs) (laughs) consensually (laughs) still waiting to have a threesome so if i can get my wife on board I mean, you know, maybe we can make some pottery later. I don't know. I don't uh, know. That's the only ghost. I also watched seen. Ghost as a child yeah, too, too early. So I yeah. think mm-hmm. that's why from like weird, you know, whenever you're a teenager and you're figuring out what sex, I feel like I need to justify that again. Um, you know, when you're a teenager and you like are discovering yourself sexually, but you're also so fucking lonely. Like yeah. you're just uh-huh. all alone and you're like, okay, so humans aren't working out. <laughs> Even then, and you're yeah. like, I'm only 18 or 17. Like, I don't want to find my person right now. I'm going to be alone for so long. Oh, that was that not was my yeah, thought. Yeah, I was about to oh, say, no, I, I wanted like, my person. I was like, I need my person yeah, <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. I was so angry. I remember being like, I was like 13 and I was like, I haven't found anybody yet and I'm going to die alone. And my parents were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like all of my friends are like, you're 13. And I was like, I know. Have you seen a Disney Channel original movie? They're all going to be together forever. Were you a latchkey kid? Like, did you kind of raise yourself? What? Uh, like a latchkey hood. Like, uh, did you not have a lot of parental supervision? Oh, I had so much parental supervision. Oh, right. Okay. I had the opposite. I, I like... I don't know. Have you guys heard that term before? I just heard this kid? term yeah, really recently. because you have, a, I hadn't heard it you have a, a hidden key to get back into the house. So you're like a latchkey kid. Oh, I never snuck out. My mom used to walk into my room at like three o'clock in the morning to make sure that I was alive. Oh, goodness. Interesting. Well, I also was desperate to have a relationship with yeah. not a ghost, but a, a, <laughs> but a person. Yeah. I was I just gave up on people for a small amount. Of, it was a very short period, but it was like something that it's like, yeah. Also, what did you say? Uh I've get, you said I've given up on humans. Is that what you said? If you yeah, like? like for as a child, I like not a child, but like a teenager. Teenagers are children. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like as a sixteen-year-old, I was like, no boys like me. Maybe a ghost will, and I didn't take any measures because that's who I am as a person. I didn't do any work to try and actually fuck a ghost, yeah. but I would look it up every once in a while, get scared, delete the browser history, and just go about my day. I feel like we need to make a t-shirt that says, I've given up on humans with a little ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I, I feel like if a, a medium started a, like a specialties like dating service for humans who have given up on other humans and are just looking for a nice ghost to fuck. <laughs> That that medium could make some bang. It's like a lot of work for the medium. <laughs> it's like, did, have you heard of um, on eBay? You can buy an imaginary friend for your kid. No, it's like a th- there's like different price ranges. But I watched a YouTube video where somebody bought one for like thirty dollars, and they get? sent them an apple, and they sent them a description of what their imaginary friend is like, and they're like, he's attached to. Um, He'll attach himself to you pretty quickly. I attached him to this apple, but like he'll he likes apples, so what just keep apples fuck? around. What? And it's like a thing that people do. So why can't goodness. you just make that up for yourself for your kid? Yeah. But they didn't. They like it's just a thing. Like, could you imagine? 
like throwing picture, money away. Like, no, like <laughs> imagine being so fucking lonely and you like save all of your oh, allowance yeah. and you get an imaginary friend because you're not creative enough to come up with one on your own. Oh, it's a like, really busted devastation. <laughs> like yeah. that sucks. You have to use somebody else's imaginary friend. When I was young and eBay came around, the big thing was people would sell their souls on eBay. And like, oh, some, I remember, remember that? that. Some dude sold his soul for like $10,000 to like some how goth guy. Do that? There were some very religious people in my hometown. Yeah, who were they were mad. Very upset yeah. about it. It became like a meme before there were memes. And they would uh-huh. they would sell them like jars. Like they would you'd be like, oh my soul's in this jar. You know. I think as if you don't sign a contract, it's, <laughs> it's not viable. Where's the blood Sabrina? <laughs> been watching a lot of Sabrina. Dude, that Sabrina show is fire. I don't know if y'all been watching that. Watched oh, it it's so good. You are the third Ridiculous. person today to tell me to watch oh, really? that show. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's good. The third season is oh, is a it lot. It's okay. Wait, it has first three seasons. seasons out? Yeah. Three seasons. I love the first season. The requirement for to be a witch is just to be like really hot. Oh, for oh, sure. Really All hot. the witches and warlocks are like, here are my abs. If oh. you were a witch or warlock, though, would you not immediately use magic to make yourself as hot as possible? Oh, yeah. Like your yeah, hottest probably. self. I think about that with Harry Potter all the time. Like every, every boy must have been like in Gorgio and just had like the <laughs> biggest penis for no reason. You wouldn't have to fuck ghosts. You just fuck yourself. <gasps> yeah. You just stick it in. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Oh, please edit that out. Oh my God. I'm already on the fence about all this ghost fucking conversation I'm at. Okay. No, my mom might listen to this. <laughs> just be like. I've already decided to text my mom and be like, oh, we stopped doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just feel like yeah, 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 every yeah. witch or wizard is gonna like they why would they not make themselves as hot as possible yeah, yeah. look at what neville longbottom did as yeah. his oh my god magic and he glowed the fuck up <laughs> he used that in he longbottomed sure. real hard hottest character from harry potter now like if you look at any of it it made it. I don't know because Tom. Tom Holland is still uh, very handsome. Not Tom Holland. Riddle. Yeah, Riddle. No, not Tom. Well, he's hot too, but Tom, uh, who played Malfoy, Felton. Felton. I meant Felton. He's very. Do you follow him on Instagram? He's a fun follow. I used to. Sometimes I go through this phase where I'm like, I'm going to unfollow all humans that aren't my friends and just follow animal accounts. And then I'll... <laughs> and then that's I'll, a choice. Because she's <laughs> given up on humans. I'm, I'm like, I need to educate myself instead of follow humans. And then sometimes I'll unfollow all the animals. But and you just can just do, like, use the internet to educate yourself and keep Instagram as like yeah, a Yeah, but like then that's a whole human like, place. I'm always scrolling. I'm like, if I'm going to mindlessly scroll, I would rather it be like... Turtles birthing <laughs> or snakes hatching. Do you guys ever watch dying? <laughs> whales dying? There's That's a what... hashtag called whale drop. It's really cool because like once a whale dies, mm. it drops to the bottom of the ocean and becomes an ecosystem for like 60 plus types of species. It's really cool. Because okay. first like all the sharks. Well, I mean, whales die. Everyone dies, you know, mm. but then like the sharks will eat it and everything that needs like the me will eat it. And then like the skeleton will fall and create like habitats for like other animals. It's so cool. Circle of life. Hashtag whale drop. <laughs> or is it whale fall? Search either of those if anyone really cares. <laughs> My first uh, week of college, I had not started college yet. We had not started classes. I had just turned 18, like, two days before. My um, friend Perry and his roommates, Duck and Duck, convinced my best friend and I 
that um, they were going to go ghost hunting at a abandoned hospital. So um, my best friend and I, Jesse and I, both were like all in. We're like, we're going to catch a ghost and we're going to make a film based on what we see at this abandoned hospital. And they were all there to steal I stuff. I love y'all's confidence. That's, like, we, we were like 18 and bulletproof. So we were just like, we're going to get in there and we're going to catch everything. At any point, did you admit to them that you used to want to have sex with a ghost? No, not even once. Uh, this is not a thing I admit to most people. So this is a very vulnerable podcast to me. And it wasn't, I didn't like, it wasn't like a craving to fuck a ghost. It was like, I really wanted to feel loved. And I was like, human aren't doing it I just what's feel, next I just feel like if y'all would have called that ghost, ghost. you would have been like well I'm gonna go back to my room <laughs> no oh my god <laughs> that's later oh no um but we got in through a series of unfortunate events I am not a very good climber I fell off of a fence and uh we got in and there was like <laughs> there's like things crashing everywhere and then the police showed up and we found out that they were there to steal stuff but Jesse and I were earnestly there to try and find a ghost oh your friends were there just to duck and duck yeah. duck uh-huh. duck and Perry Can't all wanted to steal stuff what old hospital equipment they were like or? let's get an exit sign <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Okay. I, I remember that like, yeah, college period we're gonna get life. some chairs <laughs> and Jesse and I are like dun 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 <laughs> like, we think we're like going in for ghosts <laughs> That's amazing. Such idiots. We did not find a ghost, but we did have a hard time going back into it. We were haunted by our decisions. Yeah, well. (laughs) Those police officers were like the only ones we ever saw in Phoenix. Phoenix City, uh, Alabama. It's just right next to Columbus, Georgia. You can walk and you're in a different time zone. I didn't have a license at the time because my ID got revoked. So I had an identikit and I showed them and I was like... This is from whenever I was six years old. Please don't send me to jail. Did they arrest you guys or just let you go? No, they yelled at us and then they're like, we got something else going on. And they had us run to our cars. And it was hilarious how different the cars were because there's two cars full of kids. Uh, One car is sitting there laughing. They're like, yeah. And then the other car, it's me, Perry and Jesse. And we're sobbing. (laughs) (laughs) Sobbing. Man, I will say that. Uh, the story about the silhouette opening the door and yeah. the three three people seeing mm-hmm. that that is really weird and I yeah. don't I don't know how you explain something like that we get a lot of repeat stories of like things when they're woken up in the middle of the night things shadows that they see the shadow man the guy in the red jacket we see like a lot of people is telling the same stories that people that might not even know each other so mm. <sighs> yeah I don't think we've had one where like that kind of figure has open the door yeah that's you know? true yeah, that's, like done. that's pretty yeah that's why i wondered unusual. if you had had um the not sleep paralysis but uh night, night terrors times. because we have heard a couple of times it's like you people will see the hat man or the shadow man those are the two that they describe the most so and that now you're gonna see him because and, we're and old so and stressed and, <laughs> and so uh, stressed. that guy kind of or that figure kind of sounded like the shadow man a little bit but some people describe the shadow man as being like a dementor like they kind of hover over you and take your essence a little bit um, oh, I sleep with your shadow. light on tonight <laughs> i will <laughs> i will sleep with the light and my cat cuddled into my face how is scout oh she's such a good girl oh good girl she has an instagram that i don't use but it's called about scout <laughs> <laughs> is there an underscore in there or just, yeah there is yeah, but i, I don't figured know there where. Was. 
It's <laughs> like, God, you got about scout. All right. Well, before we uh, sign off here, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about you? Yeah, anything, anything you, you want to plug? plug? Jinx. Um, you can follow me on TikTok if you want. <laughs> also on Byte. It's all under the same name, at Ella Boyette. Can you spell that for them? E-L-L-A-B-O-Y-E-T-T. I burped in the middle, so I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> and what what do you do on TikTok? Uh, comedy videos. I tried to get a car for a minute, but the internet got mad, so I calmed down on that. But Wait, I thought that guy was going to get you a car. He was. And the um, internet said no? The internet got very angry. What, jealous? Uh, no, it was... I had to get 3 million likes on a post. In the post, if you scroll down, you'll see one that has 11 million views. Oh, my goodness. And 2.5 million likes oof big oof oh uh, that's so annoying yeah don't so, watch it and then not the like internet it. was like uh, a lot of the people on there if my car is in a video now they're like ceo of begging <laughs> so it's just oh, a fun that's ella <laughs> that's me i'm the ceo of begging <laughs> let me be a part of your stuff <laughs> give me a car <laughs> <laughs> it was started as a joke and it got way too far. Well, Ella, we we didn't want to ruin the surprise, but we got you <laughs> a brand new car. <laughs> <laughs> Open the window. <laughs> Are you guys sponsored by Seeky? <laughs> We're really affected by begging. <laughs> I wasn't begging. I was given an objective and I tried to hit it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, with that, I'm Noah Daniel. I'm JJ Crable. And I'm Kat. <laughs> Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.